Father, we want to thank you and we want to praise you that you are delighted to see us here in your house this evening. Father, we want to quieten our hearts. We want to listen to your whispers. Father, whatever is here to be said, I pray, Almighty God, that you would take what is good and use it, and what is rubbish, burn it, in Jesus' name. Thank you. It's wonderful to be here. Thank you again very much for inviting me. And the title of my address this evening is The Problem with Drums. Uh, I'm very friendly with them. Uh, I want to say from the outset, I love drums, I love drumming, and, and I love everybody who drums in this church, and I don't want them to think that I'm going to have a sort of, you know, let's get at the drummer's session. I love them, okay? Just say I love them. A few years ago, you might have seen it on BBC Two, there was a program called Grumpy Old Men. Now, before all you women think, well, we're great goodies, relax, because a few months later there was a program called Grumpy Old Women. And uh, the format of the program is they get somebody fairly famous like Jeremy Clarkson or Matthew Paris or Des Lynham and they would sort of talk about the things that irritated them. Like this business of turning the clocks back. I mean it's annoying. We lose our afternoon. Why? Because a couple of shepherds up in Shetland, they want to have a longer day. There are many irritating things for middle-aged men in this world. Mobile phone conversations on trains. You know, you look specially for the carriage which says silence only. You get there, you sit, you can have an hour and a half of peace. But what happens? Susie walks in. She sits right next to you. Out comes the phone. And for an hour you have to hear about Susie's mother, Susie's boyfriend, Susie's ex-boyfriend, the white dress that she never wore because of her mean ex-ex-ex boyfriend, and of course you have to find out who she's going to vote for on Strictly Come Dancing. You know, especially those really patronizing, upbeat ones. Hello, thank you for calling BT, the world's favorite telecom company. Now, let me tell you what to do. 
If you want to build it requires press one. If you want to technical call, press two. If it's nuisance calls, press three. If you want to find about disconnecting your line, press four. If you want a new phone, press five. If you want a phone from abroad, press six. If you want to find about O2 mobile phones, press seven. If you want to go to the laboratory, press eight. Give me a break. You get the cones, I swear they breathe. And, and you get, of course, the cameras to find you. But do you ever actually see anybody working there? Next time you see somebody working at a road workplace, send me the email photo, it'll be a miracle. We could go on and on. Nectar cards. I hate nectar cards. I'm always being asked, do you have a nectar card? No, I don't have a nectar card. I don't want to have a nectar card. My wife has a nectar card. She does nectar cards, not me. Don't ask me. Satnaps. Satnaps. I mean, I won't go to Satnaps. Signs in Welsh. They really irritate me. They, they, all the Welsh speak English, so why have we got to waste our taxpayers' money on signs in Welsh? Safety announcements on trains? Yes. Enthusiastic weather forecasters, they really get me down. Now, since I'm over 50, I can say what I like. Chewing gum. What a terrible thing, chewing gum. Let's just accept it. It's miserable. Simon Cow. Simon Cow. Simon Cow. My list just goes on and on. It's about time I stop. Now, I come to drums. My problem with drums. And what I'm trying to say is, you know, maybe it's just a middle-aged bride. But maybe it's something more. And uh, I'm going to put my problem with drums in one sentence. The problem with drums is that sometimes, sometimes, they can be out of place in church. Well, you say, where can they be out of place? I think there are three parts of the service where sometimes drums can be out of place. First of all, at the beginning of the meeting. Of course, as Christians, we're always walking with God. But when we come together as a group of people, there needs to be this communal approach to God. There's a line to cross. There's, there, there needs to be this awareness of God's holiness. It's all through the scripture. 
God says to Moses, take off your shoes, you're standing on holy ground. When, he, when at Mount Sinai, God said to Moses, go tell the people and consecrate them, set them apart, get them prepared, something important is going to happen. In the Psalms it says, I will bow down toward your holy temple in awe of you. Or it says, tremble before him. Or in Isaiah 6, the prophet has a vision and he just says, I'm lost, I'm undone, I can't take it. In Jeremiah, in Ezekiel, with John the Baptist, with Jesus Christ, with the apostles, there's this sense of awe about God. So at the start of a meeting, there needs to be a time when there's a pause. There needs to be this awareness of God's holiness. So, yes, there is thanksgiving, yes, there is rejoicing, and then we need lots of drums. But, if we just arrive at the meeting and it's boom, 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 I'm a happy clappy, I'm happy clappy, from the word go, where is that sense of approaching an awesome, terrible, mighty, and holy God? There has to be this humbling and confession. Now, if you go straight into the drumming, yes, you'll get lots of noise, you'll get lots of happiness, people might start hopping up and down, but the bottom line question is, is that Christian? Is this a genuine Christian experience? Because if you just have all of this drumming and excitement, actually it can look a little bit like a disco. And in case you're falling asleep, I'll mention the word sex, because usually when you mention the word sex, people wake up. But drums and discos are about sex. That's the whole point of a disco. You put a lot of young people together, you get the drums going, and you know you don't have to be particularly intelligent to work out where the drums and the music and the atmosphere want things to go. Now, 50 years ago, a great Christian writer called A.W. Tozer wrote something about worship and sex. He said, much of the singing in certain types of meetings has in it more of romance than it has of the Holy Ghost. Then he writes very boldly, both words and music are designed to rouse the libidinous. Christ is courted with a familiarity that reveals a total ignorance of who he is. 
It is not the reverent intimacy of the adoring saint, but the impudent familiarity of the carnal lover. It's not just the problem with drums. There can sometimes be a problem, full stop, in the modern church, that what we have is the impudent familiarity of the carnal lover. So that's the first thing in, in a church service, there must be this awareness of God's holiness, his awesomeness, and this crossing of the line. You can't straight go into boom, boom, boom. There's a second problem area. And that is that drums are not soft or silent. Well, that's good. Love it. We need to have worship that is vigorous and energetic. When we just sang Christ the Rock, we needed drums. It's fantastic. Imagine Easter Day without drums. It would be horrible. Or imagine Christmas, or come all ye faithful. You need drums. But, Bites. worship isn't just one mode. There are different moods. God has different moods. We have different moods. And if you just go into a church service and it's drums from beginning to end, you must be happy. You must be happy. You must be happy. What's, what's, what about the person who's just lost a loved one? What about the person who's really worried about something? What about the person who's recovering from a nervous breakdown? God is a God of many moods. Everything wasn't all right for Mary and Martha. They'd sent a message to Jesus. Brothers, sit, come and heal him. He didn't go. When he eventually arrived, they are very upset and very angry with him. Martha goes and gives him an earful. Mary doesn't even leave the place where she's mourning. She's too upset. She says, at the end of the day, Jesus is like any other man. Big words, but when the rubber hits the road, he wasn't there. I don't think it would have worked for Mary if somebody had got drums out at that point. Jesus is here, Mary. Jesus has come. Rejoice, rejoice. And Jesus doesn't send drums to her either. 
He waits outside the village. He doesn't go into the crowd. He wants to talk to Mary privately. And so he sends her this message. The teacher is here calling for you. And then she gets up and she falls at his feet and she weeps. There are always Marys in our church. There might be a Mary here tonight. You've sent a message to Jesus, he hasn't given a reply. You're concluding in your heart, he doesn't love me. But he wants to send the message, no, I'm coming later, and he sends the message, the teacher is here and calling for you. So doesn't there sometimes need to be a part in the service for those people? Let's have an oboe or just a gentle piece of piano music or maybe just complete silence. The Bible is full of people in difficult moods, in bad moods. Open the Psalms anyway, you'll find it. Listen to this one. I am weary with my moaning. Every night I flood my bed with tears. I drench my couch with weeping. So, we need to have a part in the service for the, for the hurting people. And I think there are two other times during the service when perhaps it's best not to have drums. One is when we pray for others. Listen, listen to what Paul commands about a church meeting. First of all, then, first, first of all, I urge that supplications, prayers, intercessions, and thanksgiving be made for everyone. We have to intercede for others. Unfortunately, there's sometimes a bit of a tendency where church is really just a me affair. I will go to church if the music makes me happy. I will go to church if the sermon makes me intellectually content. I will go to church if at the end I can come up and God does something special for me. It's a me, 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 me church. Yes, 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 yes. That's not Christianity. That's not a Christian church. The Christian, the, in, in a Christian church, we actually intercede and care for others. We're an others church. Now, maybe the drums do play a part in that, but every Christian service should have a time of interceding for others. People say it's boring. People have to concentrate. People don't want to relate to Botswana or wherever. 
Church isn't always, doesn't always have to be exciting. Church doesn't always have to be jumping down, being happy. Church is a serious business. And a church has to pray for others. If a church isn't praying for others, what's it doing? Amen. Amen. I think there's a second time when drums perhaps could be a problem. And that's when we are called to silence. There's a great tradition in the Roman Catholic churches, in the Orthodox churches, of just silence. Protestant church is so talkative. Just millions of words coming at you. Sometimes there just needs to be complete silence. Silence indicates respect, expectation. Something's going to happen. Silence means we shut up. The scripture says, be still and know that I am God. We find that very difficult. We're always jumping up and down, fiddling with our fingers, you know, something's going there. We, we, we find it difficult to be still. The prophet says, the Lord is in his holy temple. Now what should the earth do? Does anybody know what the scripture says? The scripture says, let all the earth keep what? Keep silence before him. The Roman Catholics and the Orthodox, they've got some things wrong, they've got a lot of things right. And one is they bring silence into their services. And you know, some congregations find this difficult. I was once in a church meeting and the church leader, the worship leader, was trying to say, now we're going to have silence. I promise you about 20 seconds went by. Then somebody started humming, somebody started sort of doing this, and then somebody started praying. They couldn't stand it. We need to bring in this silence before God. So during the service, sure, there are times of thanksgiving, rejoicing, victory. We need as many drums as we can get. But there are other times Amen. we need to think of the wounded, we need to pray for others, and we need to keep silent before God. Bottom line, ladies and gentlemen, worship is not just music. And that is where the church could be making a bit of a mistake. You say worship, people think music. Worship is not music. I'm sorry, musicians, I love music. I'll go to heaven, I'll listen to music for eternity. But worship, bottom line, is not music. Which brings me to my third and final point. Drums can obscure the heart of the faith. This message started growing in my heart about four years ago when I went to America and I and I went into a sort of one of those beautiful American churches. They're like cinema auditoriums. 
շատ մեծ գեղեցիկ մի եկեղեցի է գնացել ամերիկայում որ սինեմային նման է and at the bottom there was a beautiful stage եւ մի մեծ գեղեցիկ բեմել կար այդտեղ so your eyes go to the center of the stage what's going to be there բնականաբար ներս որ մտնում եք նայի մեկ մեջ տեղի մասը այդ բեմի ինչ կլինի այդտեղ դրված a cross խաչայսպես an altar տաճար a place where somebody would talk about the cross մետերից որ մարդիկ կանգնեն եւ խաչի մասին խոսեն no cross there no altar no pulpit you're guessing what was there ոչ խաչ կար ոչ տաճար կար կարող եք ասեք ինչ էր այնտեղ դրված a set of drums թմբուկներ էր դրված ճիշտ մեջ տեղը something went in my heart մե բան զարկավ խոցեց եղբայրը can you imagine the apostle paul or st aquinas or aw tozer turning up at this church looking for the christian meeting he come to this building see the drums walk away կարծում եք ինչ տպավոր չունք ունենա փողոս արաքյալը կամ թոզերը կամ հովանեսը մտնի այսպես մի եկեղեցի նայում այ եւ տեսնում է թմբուկները կենտրոնական տեղում դրված a church must have a symbol for what it stands for եկեղեցին պետք է ունենա այն նշանը որի համար նա կանգնում է at the end of the day drums a set of drums is a symbol of something upbeat climatic music it is not the symbol of christianity իրականության մեջ թմբուկները մյուզիկ են արտահայտում ներկայացնում սա քրիստոնեության նշանը չի արտահայտությունը չի there is only one symbol of christianity քրիստոնեության համար մենակ մի նշան կա one symbol of worship փարաբանության համար մենակ մի նշան գոյություն ունի that symbol of worship must reveal the cross and resurrection of jesus christ եւ այս նշանը պետք է լինի խաչը որ ցույց է տալիս նրա մահը եւ նրա հարություն առնել This is the temple that we're called to. Aspesi mi tacharenk menk anchvum. This is where we meet Jesus. This is where we meet God. Aspesi mi teghum e vor menk astun karogenk anchvum. And as soon as we stray away from that into drums or a PowerPoint presentation or a great speaker or whatever it is, as soon as we stray from that, we're no longer at church. Amen. Եվ երբ որ տեղից մենք հեռանում ենք ասում ենք կենտրոնանալ դրամների վրա կամ լույսերի վրա որ բաներ են ցույց տալիս մեզի, սա հեռացել ենք, մենք շեղվել ենք. Church is where you meet God through the cross and resurrection of Christ. Եկեղեցին այնտեղն է որ դուք հանդիպում եք Հիսուսին իր խաչի եւ զոհողության եւ հարության հետևանքով։ We're not a music club. Կլուբ չենք մենք մյուզիկայի։ We're not an emotional release society. Մենք մեթեղ չենք եկել որ մեր դրամադրությունը կարողանանք փոխենք։ We're not an oral agony column. մեթեր չենք եկել որ մեր մեր դժվարությունները անընդհատ մեկի ականջին ասենք We are a place where we come to to meet God through the cross and resurrection of Jesus Christ end of story beginning of story middle of story there is no other story that's a church Amen Ինչ է նշանակում եկեղեցին եկեղեցին մեթեղավոր մենք գալիս ենք Հիսուսին հանդիպենք անդրադառնալով նրա մահը խաչի վրա նրա հարությունը Սա է պատմության սկիզբը մեջտեղի եւ վերջավորությունը On the first Sunday Jesus Christ came. Առաջին իրակին Հիսուս Քրիստոսը եկավ իր աշակերտներին. The door was shut. There's a line. Դուրը կողպած էր, ուրեմն տեսնում ենք սահման կար։ And what happened? Ինչ եղավ? There was no music. Նվագ չկար։ There was no sermon. Քարոզիչ չկար։ I'm sorry Charles, there were no announcements. Հայտարարությունները չկար, կներես Charles. He just showed his wounds. Ներս մտավ եւ իր խոցված վերքերը ցույց տվեց Now what happened the week after? Եգրոս չափաթի ինչ եղավ Again the door was shut. Դուրը կողպված Jesus came. Հիսուսը եկավ There was no sermon. There were no announcements. There was no music. There were no drums. But he showed his wounds. Թմբուկներ չկար ինչ եղավ ներկայացավ նրանց մեջ եւ իր խոցված ձեռքերը ցույց տվեց And today we can go to church and we can have the drums and the music and the announcements and the PowerPoint presentation and the best teaching in the world and not see the wounds of Jesus Christ it means you haven't been to church Եվ եթե այսօր դու գալիս եք եկեղեցի շատ լավ նվագներ կա լավ քարոզիչ կա վերևում ցուցադրեր են դասեն տալիս այդ միջոցով բայց չեք հանդիպում Հիսուս Քրիստոսին խաչի վրա արյուն թափած եւ հարություն առած ուրեմն դուք եկեղեցի չեք եկել Do you know when the word worship was first used in the Bible? Ah, yes, per arachi ankam vor parabanutyun bar gortsatsvatsov kirki mech. One father. Mek hayr. One son. Mek vorti. Two servants. Yerku tsaranes. And they're going towards the mountain. Ertumen depilere. Then the father wants to dismiss the servants. Hayr anjatume tsaranerin. 
And he says to them, stay here with the donkey. The boy and I will go over there. And then the most staggering words in the story. We will worship. He was worship. Worship was about a sacrifice. We come to this church to again see a father who was willing to sacrifice his only son. This is love, not that we love God, but that He loved us. And sent his son as an atoning sacrifice for our sins. This is our true food. This wild, foolish love of the Father for us. This is the true bread from heaven. This is the true vine. The blood. This is the table we must come to week after week. To know deep in our beings the wild, passionate love of the Father for us in the cross. An angel stopped Abraham. But the father never stopped the crucifixion happening. He looked on and saw that horrible death. He saw the soldier pierce the side. He saw the blood and water come out. The height the depth, the length, the breadth. The love, the height that reaches to heaven, the depth that goes to the pits of hell, the breadth that stretches across the universe and the uh, length that brings in everybody. The cross is at the center of the Bible. Actual, it's literally at the center. If you open it right to the center, you'll find yourself at Isaiah 53, verse 6. It's literally right in the center of the Bible. Literally. All and the cross will be at the heart of heaven. Everything else will go. But when we step into heaven, we will see thousands and thousands and thousands of angels and they will be crying out, worthy is the lamb that was slain. And so, brothers and sisters, the cross must be at the heart of our church. And my prayer would be is that for this church, that the cross would just become more and more central. Jews demand signs, Greeks demand wisdom, but we preach Christ crucified. And I think that should be the problem with drums or any Christian's problem with anything that obscures the cross. I say without hesitation, Cursed be anything in the church that obscures the cross and resurrection of Jesus Christ. I conclude. Sometimes we need drums. 
Sometimes we don't. I'll end with uh, quoting a famous hymn. Some of the verses you need drums. But verse 3, verse three you don't want drums. When I survey the wondrous cross on which the Prince of Glory died, my richest gain I count but loss and pour contempt on all my pride. Forbid it, Lord, that I should boast, save in the death of Christ my God, all the vain things that charm me most, I sacrifice them to his blood. Now I have no problem with drums for those first two. Yes, ոչ մի դժվարություն չունեմ երկրորդ առաջին եւ երկրորդ տունի համար. I'd be a very grumpy old man if the drums came for verse 3. But շատ կտրտնջամ, եթե երրորդ տունի մեջ թմբուկները լինեն։ See from his head, his hands, his feet. Sorrow and love flow mingled down. Did e'er such love and sorrow meet, or thorns compose so rich a crown? Now the drums can start again. Were the whole realm of nature mine that were an offering far too small, love so amazing, so divine, demands my soul, my life, my all. Amen. Amen. And if we're gonna have worship, I hope the drummer doesn't feel shy to come. Can we have our drummer for the next bit? Praise the Lord uh, for our dear brother Tom for the message he brought us. Uh, I'm sure you realize that Tom did not only mean the drums, interference from drums. Uh, the deep meaning behind his preaching was that there is a time and place for everything. And we have to have reverence for all those different times and understanding of them. Uh, one of the verses that I love very much is the following, that there is a time and place for everything. Uh, we have been in prayer uh, with our brother Tom because we know we are away for many, many years. He was praying for the salvation of his father. Uh, and uh, I had decided that I was going to share a story with our brother Tom before his father passed away. I will briefly share that story with you because it will have re uh, relevance to you and your relations as well. Uh, if we don't comprehend as we should, then we might become very despondent. What happened uh, when we prayed and we did not receive answers? Uh, I know of a person in Iran, he lived in a faraway city in the city of Ardabil. 
Banner, Azerileri kalaklar. And that Ardabil has a big population of Azeri people. Yevayt martışat asbatla vakmartır. He was a very God-fearing person. Bayis Müslümanlar. He was a Muslim. Yevvoçiş çerlesel Kristos imasi. Had not heard anything about Jesus Christ. Kutsel leseler tarperteğeriz, bayit ayit kalakimeş kone Kristonya meki çıkar buyran vakayır. Maybe he had heard bits and pieces from here and there, but there was no Christian in that city of Ardabil to witness. Saşat canaşvat megne ila kalakimeç. He was a well-known person in Ardabil. Yev ila yerekhanlere metması Tehran eyn abrum. The majority of his children lived in Tehran, the capital. Yevayis martı... Ugeri katvas ke xpumiram. He had a brain stroke. Yeva ira osel terkistalise. And he loses the ability of his. Yevi mandanus parkume. He was hospitalized. Yeva ampoch yere xanere havakumira shurje. The children come to visit him. Yev ira xanere bishkinasmen men batras tenk shat dram tank tu yete oknes vur papi perane patsfi vur karuana xosi meret. And the sons tell the doctor that we are prepared to give any amount of money if you can bring his speech back. Բայց բժիշկը ասում է, որ ես իմ ջանքը սկանեմ, բայց ոչ մեկ գարանտի չկա դրամար։ The doctor's reply is that I will do my best, but I cannot guarantee anything. Նրանք շատ են աղոտում իսլամական ձևերով, որ իրա ապեն սաղ մնա։ The children pray Islamic prayers so that their father will live and recover. Այս չի պատահում։ But it they become very sad because it was unexpected. And he was not very old. After 40 days, one of the sons, the elder son has a dream, and in his dream the father approaches the son. And says, my dear son, if you're looking for salvation, if you're looking for the truth, if you want eternal life, and you want to meet with me one day, surrender yourself to Jesus Christ and be his follower. Jesus is the only way. You wanted to hear my voice? You want to know what is my heritage for you? When I was alive, I could not tell you all I wanted in my will. Because the Lord Jesus was working within me. But now I have permission from him. To come and witness to you by giving that message. Go and tell the rest of your brothers and sisters. The will of your father and the message from your father is become followers of Jesus Christ because he is the truth and he is the only way. The son responds, Dad, you are a Christian? When did you become a Christian that we did not know? You know that I was always searching. And I was desirous of knowing the Lord. But I did not know the way. But the Lord revealed himself to me and showed himself to me before I passed away. In the two weeks when I was unconscious in a coma, everything became clear Now you have the responsibility to go and witness to people and tell members of my people. The son gets up in the middle of the night, starts crying, and ask forgiveness from God. Having the assurance that this dream and message was from the Lord. But his problem is how can he go and witness in a city that are so staunch and fanatical Muslims? He's sleepless until morning. 
when he comes for breakfast in the morning, the whole family is gathered there. They're all in mourning. Uh, he notices that his 28-year-old sister is not there. Where is my sister Parivash? She? she has dreamt of her father and she is very much in turmoil. She's crying. He goes to the room and says, asks his sister, what dream did you see? I can't repeat it. Don't force me. No, you have to tell me. Share with me. Uh, it's a very frightening thing if I say. You will start fighting it. You will not accept it. Share your dream because I also had a dream last night. When she shares her dream, he realizes that the exact dream that he had, exact message that he received, the sister had also. In the same night, brother and sister have the same dream, see the same dream. And everything is confirmed through two different people. They become like lions, the two. They tell the others about it. From this family, Brother Edward baptized 14 people in one go. Fourteen of them, all Azari from Islamic background, they took lessons from Alpha Course for six months and they were baptized together. Isn't this amazing? If this man had not revealed in his dream that he had a visitation from Jesus while he was in coma, who would know anything? Therefore, continue witnessing to the and continue praying for him. The Lord has his amazing ways of meeting with him. That is above our, our finite mind. So what I want to tell our brother Tom, the prayers that he has offered to the Lord, the Lord has his own specific ways of meeting each other. And the same for our brother George's father who died some months ago. And for other others. We must not become despondent if we don't see them repenting. And let's not put God in limitation. Uh, I become very disillusioned for people who put uh, God into a frame and they think that he cannot be over and above that. The Lord is capable of doing far over and above our finite Amen. Amen. Uh, let you have the consolation from the Holy Spirit. And may the Lord give you his specific peace to you and the members of your family. Let us pray so that when we offer our worship and praise, it will all be under the control of the Holy Spirit. And let us ask the Lord to give us wisdom and understanding Hallelujah. when we are in his presence. When should we rejoice? When should we remain silent? When should we speak? When should we listen?
Միասին երկենք Հիսուս Քրիստոս թակավորում է եւ այս երկովը մեջողովակենք եւ Կարծում եմ այս երկը թմբուկով պիտի երկենք I think we should have drums in this song Jesus Christos takavorume 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 ashkari vara patmuchan vara yev martot vara takavorume ashkari vara patmuchan vara yev martot vara takavorume Jesus Christos Աշխարի Ոս կյատարերով Sorry. 
Jesus Christ reigns over creation, reigns over history, reigns over mankind. Amen. Amen.